Are you stuck on where to start when it comes to getting in shape, feeling more confident in your body, or eating right? I want to break the idea that you have to stick to a diet and crazy workout routine in order to be healthy and reach your goals. Hi guys, I'm Emily Kaufman. I was a burnt out Division 1 athlete, turned stay at home couch potato, now turned group fitness junkie. If you're ready to ditch finding the perfect diet and workout routines that make you feel weak, this is the place for you. Welcome to the tribe, Girls Gone Healthy. Hey guys, so coming in hot, I just need it to be said up front that weight loss is not equivalent to a healthier lifestyle. A certain weight is not a measure of your health. The two really aren't correlated in a lot of different ways, but the reason that I'm making this whole episode today about my weight loss efforts and why they didn't work, why I tried for so long, is because a lot of people start their health journey focusing on weight loss. And so even though weight loss isn't correlated with health, I'm not just going to ignore that huge motivating factor that is at the core for most people, right? Because I think that a lot of times when we're focusing on health and if you just don't even mention the weight loss aspect, that draws a lot of people into working out and eating healthier, then that's why all the diets are so big. That's why people turn to that because no one is actually teaching the healthier ways to go through weight loss. And it is a part of people's journeys. So it's a part of mine. I'm sure a lot of people can relate that at some point weight loss has been in their mind and so this is a health podcast. I am not promoting weight loss in any form. I'm not even saying that you need weight loss in order to go through this journey but I'm not going to ignore it. I want to share my experience. I want to share why it didn't work for me, kind of where you can learn from my losses there. So just needed that to be said up front. And if you get nothing else out of the episode, just know that your weight is not correlating to your health. So hope I can leave you with that there. Hey guys, welcome to another solo episode by me. I realized you know, a few weeks into this now, looking back at that first episode where I described my fitness journey and how I got to where I am today, that I never actually described why my methods didn't work in college. I never actually went into detail about why, even though I tried for two years to consistently lose weight in order to be 110 pounds, that I never got there. And so if you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to do so. But, you know, in case you haven't, I needed to be 110 pounds because as a coxswain for the rowing team, as a Division One athlete, and as a coxswain, I wasn't ever rowing the boat. I was the one that was sitting in the back. I was instructing. I was coaching. I was steering. And so I weighed in every week before competition. I was the same position for eight years. So that means that if I weighed myself one time per week for those eight years, I would have had to weigh in at 110 pounds over 400 times. But I definitely weighed in a lot more than just once per week. So I had to hit this weight through my first period. I had to do it throughout my freshman 15. I did the same weight throughout just maturing into a larger adult. I had to just always have this one goal weight. And for me, it was never about aesthetics. It was never about fitting into a certain pant size. It was strictly for this sport. And so that was kind of the backstory, which you already heard about 
on part one of this, but now going into it, what I did. So when I first came back from that summer and I was overweight, I knew that I needed to drop the weight in order to make the lineup. So I started meeting with the trainers and I started meeting with the nutritionist and it seemed really manageable, right? They started putting me on these meal plans and giving me a little bit extra workouts to do. And honestly, I just don't think I was taking it seriously at that point, right? Like it was something that I'd never struggled with before. If anything, I was always at the lower end trying to put on weight before competitions. So for me, this is something new and I thought that naturally it would just come back to normal. Well, now we're in the middle of season or getting close to middle of season and I, I had to, like my spot was on the line and I went to them and I'm pretty sure I was crying at this point, right? Like I was really upset of like, how could I let myself do this? Even though like looking back, I didn't even need to be 110 pounds. My body's not naturally 110 pounds. So it only makes sense that I had gained that weight. But anyways, I go to them and I'm crying and I'm like, I tried these things and it didn't work. And they're like, okay, well, like maybe those weren't big enough changes, right? They're like, maybe we do need to track everything that you're eating a little bit more. So that was the first time that I was put on like an actual strict plan of like, okay, these are the things that we should maybe start cutting out of the diet and here are the things that you should be including in every meal every day. And so I would start the weeks very excited for it. I was like, okay, I got this, you know, I'd go grocery shopping, I had everything prepared. And then as we'd go throughout the week, I would feel like, okay, like, you know, I did it. That was so hard, but I just ate really well for four days and then the weekend would come. By that point, I'd be so sick of whatever I had already planned and whatever I was supposed to be eating that then I would really binge because I just restricted, 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 and then I'd want all that food that I told myself I couldn't throughout the week. So I almost got into that mentality of like, okay, like diet starts again tomorrow which I know that other people have thought that before, you know, I'll just start it again tomorrow, you know, this will be my last day of doing this. And that's the mindset that will really keep you in that pattern, right? Because the changes that you're making then aren't sustainable. They're not fitting into your lifestyle. If you're forcing yourself that much to be making those changes, then that's when you're going to just keep slipping and falling off the wagon. So, Each week I'd be resetting, each week the time that I had to hit that desired weight was getting less and less, you know, we'd keep getting closer and closer to that next even bigger race and, you know, the pressure just kept adding on and so that was the first issue was this never-ending cycle of restrict and binge and restrict and it that's really a mental struggle there, right? Like no part of that was really a food issue. I never had an addiction to any certain food or had a big struggle. But when you get yourself into that mindset, then it feels like you do, right? Then you feel like you're obsessing about food. And the reason that you'll never be able to hit whatever goals you have with a bad mindset is because you'll always be focusing on the wrong thing. So when I was stuck in that pattern, I felt like I was spending so much energy on my health, right? Like I felt like I must be doing it right because I was constantly thinking about what I'm going to be eating, what the next week will look like, what about yesterday, what about tomorrow? You know, I felt like I was spending so much time on it that I was like, oh, okay, like this must be working, right? And 
that's the trap. That's why the mindset will be such a big issue for it because you'll feel like you're taking steps towards your health, but you're actually not moving anywhere. You're just spinning wheels. So that was issue number one. And then issue number two that these diets and meal plans didn't work for me, even though I was working with a very intelligent nutritionist, so I'm not saying by any means that she put me on a bad meal plan, but the reason that it didn't work for me was because I didn't understand any of it. So as a student athlete, we would have nutrition classes where we would all go. And I remember one of them, we'd go, it'd be like Tuesday nights, and we'd have to go and learn about nutrition. And at first, I was really excited for it. But then it'd be one of those lecture halls where I'm sure you've also been shown the same videos in your nutrition classes where they like hold up this can of soda, and then they have the plastic baggie next to it filled of like sugar just pouring out. And they're like, this is how much sugar is in one can of Coke. And I saw that as like, a 21 year old has already been shown this since I was 12 and I was like okay I get it like I just won't drink soda I'm already not drinking soda and then they would do it with like a donut I was like okay I get it like I'm already not eating that so those were the types of classes we were getting but then the types of meal plans that I got were then you know really high in these vegetables lots of greens lots of proteins, fats, fibers, things like that. And so I didn't really understand how those worked, right? Because all of my classes were just telling me all this sugar is bad, but then I wasn't even seeing those on my plate. So I was like, okay, so my plate must be healthy anyways, you know, because I am cutting out all those things. And so the issue became when you're in season, you're traveling all the time. Okay, so what happens when I don't have time to grocery shop? What happens when I'm not at home? What happens when I'm at the airport? What do I get then? You know, in my head, if I couldn't match my plate to be exactly what they're looking for and to hit those amount of vegetables I was supposed to eat per day and the amount of ounces I was supposed to have of chicken, and if I wasn't hitting those numbers exactly, I didn't know good alternatives. I didn't know, okay, like, this is another high fiber food that could maybe take place. Or if you're at the airport and it's very, very limited and it's only snacks, like there's not even meals when you land at 2 a.m. in the Dallas airport, right? Like I had no idea what things I should be looking for and which ones I should be avoiding, right? I only knew the two extreme ends on the spectrum of this is what my plate should look like, this is what I should avoid, but life is that gray area all in between, So it was almost every day that I was like, okay, this meal can't be perfect, so I might as well just throw it away and this will be a cheat meal. And that's another thing that you'll see with so many diets too. It's that when you can't follow all of their food rules, then you feel like you've fallen off of it, right? And keto is a great example of this. People restrict their carbs on keto to be in ketosis. Okay, so what happens if you go over one day? Well, then you're quote-unquote not in ketosis anymore, and then you've failed, right? Like, that's what a lot of people get into their minds, and that's where you're not going to live a healthy lifestyle in that, right? I think it's really, really difficult to live a healthy lifestyle with that way, with food rules, with any sort of rules, right? And so, those are my two big issues. One was just the constant cycle of restricting binging, not being in the right mindset of how I could do it. And then the other one was I didn't know anything about the foods I was putting into my body. I didn't 
have the education, not saying I needed to get a degree in nutrition, but just I didn't even know a lot of the basic facts. And so that's what led me to this platform that I have, this belief now that I have about how health can be simple and it doesn't need to be complicated. It could be fun. It can fit into your lifestyle because that is what led me to where I'm at now. So now I barely think about my foods, right? Like maybe sometimes I'll plan out what I'm eating or if I haven't had a salad in a while, I'll be like, yeah, maybe I should try to go out and get one for lunch this week. But it's not something that I'm dwelling on. It's not something where I'm like calculating out when I'm going to get all these foods in. And what made that huge shift for me was that education and mindset. So that is what this podcast is bringing to you. It's bringing you the educational tools from dietitians, from nutritionists, from personal trainers, from all of these people that are so qualified and have lived it and now teach others. They're coming on to bring you the information and then also the empowerment of, okay, let's get our mindset right when it comes to this healthier lifestyle. I can bring you that encouragement. I know you can do it. I've tried all the wrong ways. I'm sure you can name a few food rules that you followed that maybe didn't work out for you. And so when you combined that encouragement of, okay, I know I can do this and the education of, and this is how I can do it, it's going to be so much easier. Because then if you're never relying on someone else, you're never relying on a meal plan. You're never relying on another person because you have that education yourself, then you can go out to eat anywhere and feel confident with your decisions. You can be put in any situation and feel confident with your decisions because you know how it's going to be affecting you. So I felt like that was something that I don't even know how, but I just completely missed in that first episode of sharing my fitness journey. I feel like at the time, I was like, people aren't really going to be interested in my story anyways. I just tried to gloss over it, but I think that this actually is probably like the most important part, right, of why it failed because that's why it will keep failing for you too, right? Like that system will never work if you're just blindly following whatever the next Instagram influencer posts what they eat or whenever the next version of the beach body diet comes out, right? If you're just trying to follow the next thing but never educating yourself on, oh, this is why this one was working, this is why this one wasn't, then you've just given yourself the resource for life. And so that is what I encourage you to do here. I'll try to be better with sharing more of my stories because I know that, you know, we can all relate. People don't talk about their health a lot because people don't want unsolicited health advice from their friends. So I know even personally, it's not something that I talk to my friends in my life about, but these are the things that's like, learn from me. See my journey, see how you can relate it to yours, see how you can use my mistakes to your advantage. And yeah, let's just learn together. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast, at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.